do served as a testament to the courage and determination with which a God-fearing military could enter combat even though overwhelmed by an opposing enemy force. Called from bivouac, the troops of the 101st Airborne drove through the darkness of night in the midst of a fierce European winter to a nondescript little Belgian village simply because the generals felt the town had to be held. In the tradition of combat chaplains that stretches in American history back to the Revolutionary War, the 101st was accompanied by Chaplain Lieutenant Colonel Francis L. Sampson, a Catholic priest known as Parachute Padre, as they were rushed from bivouac in France, largely in open trucks to defend Bastogne. Father Sampson first jumped into combat with the 101st Airborne Division on D-Day, followed by jumping into combat once again with 101st in Operation Market Garden. As I researched the siege of Bastogne for this book, I became determined to tell as a centerpiece of the narrative the story of Father Samson's faith in God, as well as his courage under fire. In World War II, there were more than 12,000 Protestant ministers, Catholic priests, and Jewish rabbis who joined the chaplain corps, who, armed only with Bibles and Torahs, ministered to provide spiritual strength and guidance to America's armed forces. Almost no man or woman in uniform in the United States was without benefit of clergy if he or she wanted it, observed minister and historian Lyle Dorsett, Ph.D., in his 2012 book, Serving God and Country, U.S. Military Chaplains in World War II. Not every Jewish person in the armed forces could always find a rabbi, Dorsett noted, But Protestant and Catholic chaplains did their utmost to scour the base and find one or, if necessary, contact the nearest town or city for a civilian rabbi to help. Characterizing World War II chaplains as men of faith who took exceptional risks under fire to save souls, Dorset tells the story of a young infantry officer along the Belgian-German border who crawled out of the Ardennes forest holding a compress on his wounded leg. Falling off the front line to get stitched up, Lieutenant Henry Cobb looked up to see a chaplain rushing into the woods, where the Germans were raining down a storm of artillery shells on the battered Americans who had been caught by surprise in the Battle of the Bulge. Cobb recalled that he recognized the chaplain as the priest who had given him and some other soldiers Holy Communion several hours earlier. The Catholic priest was charging full speed toward the woods, into an inferno of fire, smoke, deafening explosions, and splintering trees. The wounded officer yelled, Where in the devil do you think you're going, Father? All hell is breaking loose up there. The chaplain ran past Cobb, muttering, That is why I need to be there. Dorset stressed that the brave men who voluntarily left the relative comfort of their civilian ministry callings to care for the spiritual needs of the twelve million men and women who served in America's armed forces during World War II, were important because, as William Arnold, U.S. Army Chief of Chaplains during the war, phrased it, battles are won by military power, but wars are won by spiritual power. At Bastogne, U.S. forces, led by the Screaming Eagles of the 101st Airborne Division, outnumbered and surrounded, held the Belgian crossroads town through Christmas despite repeated day-and-night attacks by Nazi panzer divisions, punctuated by the Luftwaffe's bombardment from the air. As Hitler launched his Wacht am Rhein offensive, 
U.S. troops, who seemed within weeks of going home victorious, took up arms once more and rushed into battle, prepared to die if necessary in the eleventh hour of the most deadly war up to that moment in human history. Those brave U.S. soldiers who fought and died at Bastogne had not been induced to enlist by the promise of the G.I. Bill, not signed into law by FDR until June 22, 1944, which would offer college after the war with a federal government-sponsored tuition or the opportunity to buy a first home with a government-subsidized zero-down mortgage, nor were they motivated by a signing bonus. Those did not exist. Or by a paycheck, which was meager and typically saved to send back home to a waiting and worrying mother, father, or wife. Those who rushed into the breach to defend Bastogne were motivated by their faith in God, their devotion to family at home, their brotherhood with their comrades in arms, and their conviction that their comrades...